The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing fantastic here. Flyers on a four-game winning streak, only on nine points out of a playoff spot here. We're going Stanley Cup or bust here under John Tortorella. <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> Yeah, baby. We're the greatest team in the world. <laughs> At least Barely. our kids are. Oh, what a game, man. Uh, I wish I watched the whole thing, but um, sadly I was at work, so I was like going back and forth on my phone. Uh, but I got to see the second half of the game in a bar. It was a uh, great atmosphere there uh, and a tremendous result. I, we'll, t- we'll talk about the game in a little bit. But uh, that that's on the forefront of my mind, so I had to get that out there immediately. And then uh, after the game, I went to the Avs game against the Canucks, uh, which wasn't nearly as good. Uh, Avs had a 2 nothing lead, then just blew it. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that later when we get to the Avs-Oilers game and capping that. So, yeah, but uh, excellent day altogether on Thursday. And, uh, yeah, how about, how about you, Talon? What you, what's going on with you? I'm hungover as shit. We talked about this a little bit before the show. I have had a tough go. Julian and I got up to some trouble last night just gambling on fucking, what were we gambling on, Australian tennis or some shit? I don't even know what we were betting, but it was a good time. One more, uh, reason, to be in the, <laughs> one more reason to be in the Discord. Well, you were betting uh, Chinese basketball, I think it was. And then <laughs> you got started out with that. You got plus 19 and a half on uh, the something Rockets, and uh, I, I was late to the party. I didn't get that CLV you did. I got plus 18 and a half. You must have moved the line or something. Uh, my, uh, my $100 bet moved the line because nobody else is fucking betting Chinese. Yeah. yeah. And then, no t- tell, tell us how that game ended. Uh, it ended with a 19-point differential, so I hit <laughs> fine. It was Joel a three-pointer right at the end, right? Yeah, right at the end, a three-pointer to cover. <laughs> Motherfucker. My 18 and a half is garbage. Shout out to our boy Beijing Wings out there for fucking hooking us up with some live intel, too. That guy's an absolute stud. Boots uh, on the ground a great, out there. He boots in the ground. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, with that being said, it was still a great fucking night, man. We'll get into it a little bit later. Uh, but everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be for all the information on all the sports. College football championships right away. I think that's on Sunday. We talked about it. it's kind of weird, but there's the NFL going on, too. There's basketball. There's college hoops. Obviously, hockey's ripping. Golf's back in action. I've been watching the Century Tournaments of Champion. We were talking about that before the show, too. It's fucking sweet. 
baseball is doing some cool stuff in the off season. Always go check that out. Um, but Ben, get your ass on the website and go listen to the other shows, read the articles. Like we always say, man, it's a great way to make some money, uh, especially if you're looking for sports that you're maybe not too familiar with. Uh, another great place to make some money or to stay up till 5 a.m. just boozing and crushing bets with Jolie and I is in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, we say it all the time, you're literally losing money and you're losing out on some goddamn good times because we were having a blast last night, man. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in the Discord, baby. Yeah, I was upset that I missed out on that. I was uh, I went to sleep early at midnight, one a.m., and I missed out on all, all, all the fun on a early Friday morning. But hopefully, we can do that. And sometimes I know KBO was mentioned. I think that's coming up sometime. So I'm always down to talk about uh, some baseball, as you know, with my other podcast. Uh, name change to that one. It's now called Baseball Money Is Fake. Change from the uh, SGPN Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Same thing. Me and Blake Meyer just just shooting the shit, talking baseball. And uh, for the Hocking Gaming Podcast, I mentioned it towards the end of the last show, and I saw some returns on it. So make sure you check out the giveaway on our Twitter account, at HockeySGPN. We're giving away $250 in cash, plus a $100 SGPN gift card. All you have to do is retweet the tweet and uh, send us a screenshot of your rating and review to get more entries. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, free money pretty much just like joining the discord sg.pn slash discord <laughs> follow us on twitter at hockey sgpn and make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts we're literally giving away free money and not just like 20 bucks or something these are like hundred dollar oh. what have we got two hundred dollar prizes one's like a gift card to the store that one's literally just cash like you join the contest man why the hell not two two fifty oh. cash yes yeah, so 250 I, I, cash exactly what you were saying at the end of the last episode joel Holy shit, that's insane. Um, okay, boys, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals from last show here. Uh, we did okay collectively as a group. You know, we're turning in the right direction here. Myself, I was 2-1. and one. I was down 0.17 units. Uh, I got a little bit of a tough goal, but you're going to bounce back here. I got a good feeling, baby. I feel it. Uh, he went 1-2. and two. He was down 2.17 units. And Jolie was doing great. He was 2-1 uh, and one and up 1.41 units. Mr. Meyer, kick it away here, bud. Sure, I had the Senators at home against the Blue Jackets, a uh, nice, comfortable 4 nothing victory. Uh, yeah, just a very comfortable win there. No sweat about it. Dog, not so much. I had the Canadians at plus 185 against um, I really should be right in the team they played against, but oh, they got smoked by the um, oh, they got smoked by the Predators, right. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't watch the game, so fuck it. My total was the Isles Canucks <laughs> over six. This one was a nice, nice, comfy win. I did watch this game. Uh, yeah, Spencer Martin is coming down to earth a little bit. Not as good goaltending as uh, Sorokin didn't have his best game, but uh, the Isles, I think they uh, they won the game too, didn't they? Uh, pretty sure they did. Um, because I was on that as well. I think it was like yeah, a five, five, six, two, six, 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 two, six, yeah. Two, yeah. So that was a nice win there. Uh, good bet, good bet. Just uh, those damn Habs uh, fucked me over, I guess. Yeah, for me, uh, I uh, talked about last show. My lock was the Oilers, minus 145. Uh, they just they went up 2 nothing against Seattle at home and just gave up five goals in a row. So lost that 5-2. Uh, the Desert Dogs were my uh, dog there in Florida in the Cat-Dog game. Uh, they lost that one 5-3. My total, though, the Flames-Jets under 6. I was relatively sweat-free with a uh, 3-2 final and no goals in the first period. 
right. For myself, uh, my lock, I had Dallas Moneyline versus LA minus 125. Unfortunately, that didn't hit. Um, Stars weren't looking that great, man. To start the game, they ended up pushing back to tie it up going into the third. But uh, LA got a third period goal, ended up winning, I believe, it was a 3-2 final. Um, for my dog, I had the Jets money line plus 100 versus Calgary. Uh, a little baby dog, little pussy play, but it still ended up coming through for me. Uh, I'm trying to see. I don't even know what the fucking final it score of that game three, it was. 3-2. 3-2 final. Three, two. So a little bit of a close game, but we'll take it. Uh, and then my total, man, we talked about it on the show. Toronto, St. Louis, over 6, minus 120. Um, yeah, that was without a question. For some reason, Leaf games have been going over. It's a 6-5 final. For some reason. For, <laughs> for some, some reason. reason. It, <laughs> yeah, it our coincides with Morgan Riley coming back in. Oh, some, some get out of here. Dude, people are actually saying this. <laughs> I know, not, I know. Like, I, I said that to Riley. Riley. <laughs> yeah, trade Riley and trade Brody. I'm like, are you guys high? Like, are you together? Fuck out here. Um, but that did go over, so that, that hit as well for me. So two and one, but always those locks, man. Those locks we've been struggling with. We're trying to get back in action this year. Um, collectively, as a show, we kicked ass. We'll get into those numbers when we get a little bit farther, though. But, boys, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. It's been good. It's not been bad. It's not been bad. We're all still positive on the uh on the season so far and i thought we had some topics here i mean i guess we're not talking world juniors but oh yeah i, I wanted to bring up the uh <laughs> the main thing i want to bring up is that the jets got a bunch of guys back today uh, i think ehlers wheeler perfetti and, and somebody else but the main storyline there is that uh blake wheeler Makes finished the finished the game with a ruptured testicle after blocking the shot from josh morrissey on december 15th was given a his own percent. player um, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah Morrissey clap bomb. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he was he was given a prognosis of probably at least four weeks, and now he's back on January sixth. Like I don't know if that's probably a little bit less than four weeks. Just that's just a hockey player right there, you know. Getting getting your tech testicle just fucking busted and 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 playing finishing out the game. We talk about a broken dick a lot in this show, <laughs> but like a popped nut, that's that's oh. a whole other can of beans. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah, but some players have came back. You talked about it. Max Pacioretty back for Carolina. That's pretty big, too. So it's good to see him on the ice. He's pretty much missed the entire season. Uh, he should help out with the offense, man. We touched on that a couple times in the offseason. We were talking about the Canes. Uh, they need goal scoring, man. And he's the kind of guy that can do it for him. Yeah, that's been the one thing that the Hurricanes have needed. And he's, I think he immediately got a bunch of shots on goal in his first game back. I mean, the the, the Hurricanes had fucking 67 shots on goal in the game. So he, he had to have a bunch of them. But that that's just uh, gives them another weapon there or a weapon alongside uh, Aho and Sveshnikov. Very true. Now, I'm sure there's somebody here, Mr. Meyer, Team Canada, go off. What do you got, buddy? <laughs> Oh, I got a hundred different things to say about it, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, boil, I'll boil it down to the most important, most essential things. Um, first of all, yeah, obviously Connor Bedard's the real deal. We don't need to talk about that. Everybody's talking about him. He is uh, legitimately the best prospect that is not yet drafted. Uh, obviously going to go first overall next year, and everyone should be clamoring to get him, including the Canucks, even though they, I don't know, they they won last night stupidly um <laughs> but, but it, it, this has been a funny tournament the the first game like those guys were like they did like two or three they, they tried to do the michigan there was some rumor going around that uh there was some money to be had on the the, the first player to do the michigan successfully to score on a michigan um and and it was a joke uh that's why they lost the checks five to two they weren't taking it seriously and then Dylan Gunther comes out and says that, yeah, we're, we're, we're 
we're trying to uh, hot dog it up in um in Tyson Nash's terms and um and that that's that's not the way we do it that's not the way you win these games these games are supposed to be serious and, and he was kind of uh showed his leadership ability there and he's the one who ended up scoring uh, twice in the game including the OT winner uh, fuck the 3 on 3 that's another thought another <laughs> rant i can go off of but uh yeah, Dylan Gunther, Arizona prospect, so we'll probably never see much of him again. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's a promising player for uh, all three of our Cody Coyote fans listening. Um, Shane Wright scored an excellent goal. Uh, good for him. He's he's had a slow start for the Kraken, uh, although he's been tearing it up with the uh, I can't remember who he plays for, but in the uh, in the minors there, whatever uh, club he plays for. Uh, uh, Man, I'm all jumbled up. Is that it? I think it's Kingston, right? That's yeah, where he Kingston. was. I heard he's going to get traded though because Kingston's shit this year. Yeah, they're going to be. He's going to be traded for sure. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I don't know. We'll, 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 uh, the, the, the third period though, though those freaking guys, they turtled up. Uh, they're, uh, I hated seeing those guys laughing on the bench with a two nothing lead in the gold medal game. You guys mm-hmm. got to get serious. It's all good to be, you know, um, loose and, and have some fun, whatever. But uh, when you're two nothing lead and you got gold medal on the line and they're just joking around and then they 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 blow that two nothing lead uh that, that did not sit well with me i thought for sure they would lose after that shit but fortunately um great play from um uh gunther there in the ot to win the game and um yeah i mean uh millage was okay uh he was above average for a canadian goalie for the the past few years <laughs> anyway <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I can go on and on and on, but uh, hell of a tournament. Love it back in the winter where it's supposed to be right in between uh, Christmas and um, uh, I guess after Christmas, that Boxing Day and all that. I don't know. In between Christmas <laughs> between and, Christmas uh, and February. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, hell, hell of a tournament. Had a lot of fun. That was definitely the most exciting game of the year other than the uh, NHL playoffs for me. Mm-hmm. Now, it's worth noting, but I'm glad that you brought this up and the guys are just kind of pussied footing around and laughing on the bench and shit like that. Like, it's something that we talked about and we preached on the show, too. You can't let your foot off the gas, man. I get if you're winning in the third period or something, but the moment you start trying to play defensive hockey, like, let's face it, that's not a defensive team. Look at all the firepower up front. They can't score on you if you got the puck in, like, the other team's end. It's as simple as that, man. So I hate it. I hate it so much when teams have leads in the third and try to play defensively. Fuck that. Score another goal, man. Like, ice the game. That's that's just the way I always thought about it. Oh, yeah. Step on the fucking throat. Exactly. Now, I got one question here. Mr. Gilbert, Mr. Ryan Gilbert, the pride of Philadelphia, America's own. You can call him the American-born kid. You know, he bleeds red, white, and blue, bleeds orange as well. Ryan, what was your thoughts in that semifinal game here, bud? Canada versus USA. Well, uh, I also also bleed green. I had a uh, financial <laughs> interest in Canada, which uh, ended up paying off along with my Chucky up plus two and a half. So, um I was a bit torn through my through my heart and my uh, my, my wallet, but it was it was definitely back and forth. It was a uh, it was high flying action there, and uh, ultimately, who gives a fuck about World Juniors gold medals? Give me the money. Oh. Ah, get the fuck oh. out of here! Spoken like an American, <laughs> Angel. Yeah, no kidding, man. Oh, we lost. It doesn't matter. The freaking thing wasn't even on TV down here. That's what they're saying. Well, World Juniors is basically Canada wins or. It's it's like the Yankees in baseball. Either you, you, either the Canada wins it all, or or it's a failure. 
Yeah, but it's, that's how you're supposed to take it seriously, man. Like, uh, you should treat it the same well, way. It's, it's, it's the Canadian sport. Like, th- that's how the World Baseball Classic, America, America, no one else has a chance, I don't think, well, it, especially it, now that they're taking it seriously. It's not like Olympic basketball, though. I mean, there there's plenty of good European teams. Uh, even, Americans are good. I mean, Canada was only, they were plus money before uh, the, the odds started moving to win the thing. So it's a competitive tournament. So I don't know what you're saying. Now, you should be uh, firing up your guys to get going. <laughs> I mean, uh, credit to Luke Hughes. He was great. Sean Barron's avalanche prospect, second best defender there. Uh, uh, who else of the Americans was good? Cody <laughs> Gautier, Flyers prospect, future Flyer. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he was, he was one of the better forwards for yeah. sure. Also, now, I think Tyler Boucher, I think. Is, is that Brian Boucher's son that had like was a uh, net front presence on the power play? He had a, a few goals in one of the first yep. games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. And Good. one more note, one more note. We'll close it off here before I get too pissed off at Ryan for uh, <laughs> just choosing green over his country. Uh, Sweden, next year, most of their best players will be returning. It's in Sweden, uh, in Gothenburg there, and uh, they'll have a, a hell of a team. I love this new coach they got. Uh, he's a proven winner. He won with the U18s. A lot of those guys will be coming to this tournament, so they have experience. So, as soon as those odds open, I'm going to be betting Sweden because I guarantee they will be coming down. That's obviously uh, almost a year away, but uh, still, it's, it's something to keep in mind. And uh, maybe write down in a note, but I'll be remembering it because I, I did like Sweden this year. They were a bit unfortunate. Uh, they gave up a couple leads and uh, lost a couple OT games, but they deserve better. And they will be better next uh, next year, and I expect them to at least get a medal. At least you don't got to watch fucking Austria again. Holy shit. Bring on Norway, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay, boys. That's enough coverage there for World Juniors. Obviously, congrats to Canada. Uh, congrats to everybody watching. It was a fun time. Uh, but, gentlemen, we got a nine-game slate. He said, oh, did we, did oh, we, we got it? We, shit. <laughs> I had a transition ready. You know, I, was, uh, I wasn't focused about my country. I was focused on winning my bets. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Talon's favorite. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state for a playthrough when winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their weekly battle royale games or even draft your playoff best ball team. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right. Let's get into this now, baby. Let's get the show back on the rails here. We've been a little sloppy here. We're going to fucking get her going. Gentlemen, we got a nine-game slate set for Saturday, January 7th. Are we ready to go here or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the beer crack in that, too. All right, let's fire this up here, boys. First game on the docket set of the 1 p.m. time slot. We got the New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Rangers on the money line set to plus 110. Devils on the money line hanging out at minus 130. The over-under set at 6. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Mr. Gilbert, kick us off here, bud. What do you got? 
I'm thinking the Devils are kind of looking like frauds a little bit recently. They they've lost seven of their past ten, and only wins coming against. I mean, D- Detroit, Florida, and uh, Pittsburgh. There just lost to St. Louis as pretty big favorites. So I think the Rangers three wins in a row beat uh, Carolina, Florida, four one in Montreal. You know, rivalry game going to be uh, Saturday afternoon. I would assume they start uh, Shesterkin here, even though they didn't start him on. Uh, Thursday when it wasn't a back-to-back, but you have to think they go with him in this rivalry game. And, and assuming that, uh, I'm all over the Rangers here at a plus 110. They're fine on the road, 13-5-2. The Devils are only 10-10-2 at home. So, uh, yeah, I have to take the uh, value here on the Rangers at plus 110. Yeah, you could say the, the Devils are frauds. They're certainly not playing as well as of late, but I think part of that is because... Teams have figured out what they do. They got the tape now. They're taking these these guys seriously. Uh, they come at you with speed. All four lines are buzzing uh, with that transitional play, and uh, teams are adjusting well. They're they're bottling them up in the neutral zone and slowing them down in, in different ways. Plus, their goaltending has been total trash <laughs> for the past month. Uh, Vanacek has come down to earth. Blackwood has been terrible since coming back from injury. So yeah, it's it's more like the Devils of old. Uh, except they're not scoring the uh, the same kind of goals they were last year. So it's been a rough run for the Devils. Uh, I'm still at minus 125. So, yeah, it's a tough one to call. I, I still lean to the Devils here, uh, given the, the, the fact that it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's a robbery game here. The, the Rangers are uh, on a bit of a bit of a good good run. But um, I do think the Devils are still the better team. And as long as they get some decent goaltending, uh, I mean, Shesterkin is, is still not lighting the world on fire. He's been good. He's been better than he was at the beginning of the year, but he, he's still not the Shesterkin we saw last year. So uh, that, that advantage is somewhat negated. So give me the Devils here. Uh, very, very slight lean. Um, yeah, uh, it was the, uh, the the Park Rangers won't be able to track down the Jersey Devil. <laughs> oh, He'll God. be eating them up, eating his legs, <laughs> and uh, tripping them up and... Uh, and devouring him so yeah give me the devils here at home what a start holy shit all right uh for myself i gotta go with my guy ryan here i'm loving the rangers in this game joel kind of touched on a bit too here new jersey's kind of been falling off a little bit lately uh maybe they just started hot as hell what were they a 16 game winning streak or something crazy like that i don't even know um but the rangers are i i'm so optimistic on this team even though they've been struggling they've looked kind of sloppy it's getting to the point now, though, that can we really say it's the start of the season? Like, we're past Christmas. We're almost at the halfway point. They got to start pulling out their socks, man. And a game like this is a great place to kind of do it. They're currently on a three-game winning streak. Push that to four. Push that to five. Go on a heater. Next thing you know, you're looking pretty good in the Metro. Uh, so give me the Rangers a plus money, man. You can call it a road game. Let's face it, it's not really. It's pretty close by New York to New Jersey. Um, so plus 110. As far as over-under goes, I'm kind of liking the over here at six, man. Like, if it was six and a half... You know, I'd still probably like it, I guess. But last time these teams did meet, uh, it was in early December, mid-December. I think it was like a 4-3 final or something like that. So, uh, Julie touched on it, too. Goaltending from New Jersey hasn't looked that great. And Shesterkin hasn't been the Shesterkin of last year, man. So, the over 6 at minus 110 is very enticing. Uh, but I also do like the Rangers on the money line here. I do have a uh, player pl- player prop shout-out here. Jack Hughes has just been unbelievable recently. Goals in four straight. Um, shots on goal in his last... Eight games, he has 49 total, nine, six, 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 five, four, and seven. 
Uh, last two games against the Rangers, he had a goal in each of them in seven shots and eight shots. So sprinkle him to score a goal, bet his shots on goal over, maybe bet him to have a point or two because he, he's been one of the drivers of the uh, Devils offense all season. All right, let's keep it moving down here to the 4 p.m. time slot. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the god-awful Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 290. Columbus on the money line hanging out at plus 230. Canes on the puck line sitting at minus 110. Over-under set at 6.5. Over-paying off plus 100. The under, minus 120. Jolly, Mr. Meyer, what do you got here, fella? God-awful indeed. Uh, the Blue Jackets are currently my... Second worst team. Meanwhile, the Hurricanes are my second best team. So that means that there is a vast disparity between the two. I have the Hurricanes at minus 355. So if any big hitters out there with big bankrolls want to hit this minus 290 for the Hurricanes, go ahead. If not, you can go with the uh, regulation price at around minus 170. That's what I did. Uh, my bankroll is a little bit lower thanks to that uh, that Avs loss to the, the, the Canucks the other night. But uh, on the other hand, the they, they Canada won the World Juniors, which which uh, more than more than boosts that. So disregard <laughs> all that. Uh, point is, Hurricanes going to win this game comfortably. Might suggest that, but I think there's still value even in uh, these juicy prices here. Uh, there's just a vast disparity between the teams. Blue Jackets are all banged up. Their best players are gone. They didn't have many to begin with. Meanwhile, the Hurricanes, uh, they're working Patch already back in the lineup. He came back the night. Um, wasn't his best game, but uh, you know what? They they outshot the uh, the Predators sixty seven to twenty five in that game, oh. and they managed to lose. Like that that's reminiscent of when the uh, the Avs somehow beat the Hurricanes after uh, that ninety percent expected game, uh, the post game win expectancy. Uh, so that that can happen though. Like the Hurricanes, they do just like fire at the net no matter where you are, and. Um, but they do a good job of preventing chances too. So yeah, like these these games can happen, but they'll they'll get the better luck in this one. I'm sure of it. Uh, the Blue Jackets uh, they'll, they'll need a miracle to survive the onslaught after the Hurricanes got their 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 big winning streak snapped. So give me the Canes here. Uh, I mean they've been they've been on fire. Uh, number one expected goals for number two expected goals against last month. You know the Blue Jackets are uh, basically in the bottom five in both metrics. So, uh, yeah, just give me the Canes here. Pretty easy win. Kind of lean to the under, but, um, yeah, with Merceleekens in net, he's been one of the worst goalies, so it's a bit dangerous. But still, I, I think the Hurricanes can uh, pull the old snaky anaconda move and uh, suffocate these Blue Jackets. Yeah, f- Good first, riddance. <laughs> first, first of all here, I want to take us back to one of our uh, summer off-season shows where the Hurricanes were minus 500 to make the playoffs, and, jo- and Joel advised you to, to put your whole investment bankroll in that. And, and I, 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 I certainly hope that someone with a, a larger bankroll than myself or us put something on that, because now they're minus 250 to win the division. They're, I mean, that was an insane line, minus 500, looking back on it. That, that's why you, you can't be afraid of putting money down for, for, exactly. for mm-hmm. a long term, because... Something like that's close to a guarantee. So the 25, eight and six. Now this game, you got to go with the hurricanes. Uh, I'm on them puck line at minus uh, 110, minus 105 here. Columbus has been outscored 37 to 16 on their one and nine stretch. Uh, seven of the losses have been by at least two goals. I said on Wednesday's show that the uh, hurricanes were not going to lose that game to Nashville. I'm, this is the, they can't lose this game to the Columbus. They can't. They absolutely cannot. Just bet whatever you oh, want shit. to on, on Carolina. 
Carolina money line, minus one if you want that insurance, regulation, puck line. I'm the puck line. I think Carolina just comes out here and has a nice three nothing, four one win like they like they are known to, to do. After that, I almost want to, you know, go with Columbus a little bit here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's no there's no way in hell you can buy Columbus or bet Columbus in this game. Carolina is the better team by by light years away. They're hurricanes above this team, if that makes any sense. But they're sick, dude. And Columbus is absolutely terrible. We talked about it. They're, they stink. Their goaltending stinks. Their offense stinks. Their defense stinks. Everything stinks in Columbus. Uh, the Buckeyes stink. Everything sucks. Um, so give me the Hurricanes. Where do you find the value? You're still, I don't... You're still sore after that loss <laughs> last week. Right? I hate kickers, man. Dude, I don't even care. I had the over. I don't care who wins. But, oh. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. So give me give me Carolina any which possible way. I don't know regulation is probably not even that great. I don't even know that'd be sitting at. I don't love puck line plays, but this might be where you take a puck line, man. Like Columbus sucks, and Carolina's looking to kind of get some bang for their buck, coming off a two game losing streak here. Uh, they're gonna want to put the pedal to the metal, man. So give me that. Uh, as far as over under goes, I love the under in this game, baby. Um, we all see it, Carolina. We talked about it. They're not necessarily the greatest goal scoring team, but Columbus can't do shit, right? So I don't know. Uh, they're yeah, yeah, they're Columbus sucks. They're 29th in the league for goal scoring and Carolina's 20th. So if you're going to give me six and a half of this game at minus 120, I'm going to hammer that under. That's my biggest play in this. But give me Carolina sprinkle on the puck line as well. OK, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Montreal Canadiens. La Habitat de Montreal. The game itself is in Montreal. Uh, St. Louis on the money line sitting at minus 160. Montreal on the money line hanging out at plus 135. St. Louis on the puck line sitting at plus 150. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under sitting at minus 105. Okay, gentlemen, a lot of this to me comes down to the World Juniors here. These teams just saw Connor Bedard just light the lamp. So if there's any team that's on the onslaught of tanking, a.k.a. look like a team like Montreal, this is it, baby. You commit now. You cannot win a game for the rest of the year. I don't care what they do. So give me St. Louis on the money line, minus 160. I would even be interested in St. Louis on the puck line in this game. Uh, As far as over-under goes here, kind of leaning towards the under. Or sorry, the over rather. Both these teams let in goals. It's what they do. They're both averaging over three and a half goals a game uh, scored against. So give me the over in this play. But more importantly, give me St. Louis, man. Like all these teams that are going to be shit should be really shit in the bed to go for Bedard here. Yeah, Canadians are one of the worst teams in the league over the over the past ten games. Are the worst expected goals for. But the Blues have have the fifth worst, which is shocking given their uh, recent play against the Devils and the. Uh, Maple Leafs, big, two big wins there. Even though they get outshot 39-19. Um, but yeah, you, you have to go St. Louis here. Uh, once again, I, I do like the puck line here at plus 150. I think that's good value. St. Louis has won three of their past four. Uh, two of those wins were by two goals. And um, Montreal has now been outscored 51-20 to during their 1-9-1 stretch. And eight losses have been by at least two goals, including their last six. So I, I see no reason why not to take that uh, plus one fifty on the Blues puck line. Yeah, I'm going the other way than you guys here. I'm, I'm going to take the Habs here at home, Hockey Night in Canada game. Habs are in a bit of a losing streak, no doubt, and, and uh, they're, they're suffering some injuries there. They they don't have uh, Caden Gooley, who was their best D man um, this season, but they 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 still have Joel. <laughs> Joel Edmondson and a bunch of nobodies, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Blues blue line isn't that much better, uh, and and of course they're missing Tarasenko, O'Reilly, 
and Tory Krug. So that that's going to catch up to them at some point. I know they, they put a couple good games against the Leafs and the Devils, two good teams. But now coming into Montreal, it's a bit of a lesser opponent. I don't think you'll get their best game. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that uh, Marty St. Louis, I would be more concerned about talent, situational thing with the, the Habs maybe wanting to tank for Bedard and all that. But I don't think Marty St. Louis and, the, and this young coaching staff is going to let them do it. They're going to be playing hard. Uh, they just have a bad team. So, But uh, that said, at home, give me the Canadians a plus 135. It's a little thin value here, but um, I, I still think that this is more of a coin flip game than this line suggests. So, uh, yeah, give me the halves here. And I, I do agree, though, with the with the over, given the uh, the bad goaltending we've been getting from both teams lately. And uh, like I said, lack of defenders on both sides of the puck. All right, moving out of the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Minnesota on the money line sitting at minus 125. Sabres on the money line hanging out at plus 105. Over, under sitting at 6.5. Over, paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. Boys, don't look now, but like Buffalo's kind of pushing for playoffs here, man. They're currently six points out of the playoff spot, and they got two games on hand uh, against the Islanders, who's holding that last wildcard spot in the East here. With that being said, the Sabres still stink, uh, except for Alex Tuck. He's absolutely unbelievable. But we got Minnesota against Buffalo. We got a battle of the old beauty tendies. You got Marc-Andre Fleury against that bald nerd, Craig Anderson. Uh, They're both sick guys, but I don't know. I'm going with Minnesota in this game here, man. This wild team's kind of... I don't know if we can call them kind of sneakers, but they're 22, 13, and 2. They're sitting at third in the central. They're, you know, they're they're a good team, man. And they're good on the road, too. They got a 10, 6, and 1 record. Uh, the Sabres home record is sitting at 8, 8, and 2. So I think there's definitely some value on Minnesota at minus 125 on the road here. Uh, as far as over under goes in this game, I, I don't really have a good play on this either way. I'll probably just take the under because I love betting unders. And we got some good old guys in that. It's an old saggy nut game. And the old saggy balls are going to cover the five hole, baby. So give me the under and give me the Minnesota Wild on the money line here. I thought it was going to be they sag low, so you're going under. But I like that, too. I, I, That's an even better one. I, I, I'm going with the Wild here. I, I think they're just the better team than, than the Sabres more than... Minus 125. Uh, Sabres, I love what Tage Thompson is doing. Love a, uh, another fellow giraffe there going out and showing we can uh, play hockey as well. But Buffalo has the 12th worst expected goals for overall. 7th worst in the last 10 games. Uh, Minnesota's right there in the middle. 15th last 10. 14th overall. And even with Buffalo's winning streak that was, that was snapped recently, they still won uh, 7 in the past 8. Minnesota's also hot. Minnesota's better on the road, 10-6-1, than Buffalo is at home, 8-8-2. Eight, eight so I think Wild are just simply the better team here. So minus minus uh, 125 is is good, good with me. And, and I'm sprinkling the puck line at a plus 205. I could see them winning it by, by two or three. Yeah, the Sabres are a team that keep biting me in the ass. Uh... I uh, keep fading them, and uh, it's not working out so well because Tage Thompson is apparently the next Mario Lemieux or something. I don't know. He's, he's performing these, these wild moves. He's an awesome goal scorer. Hopefully slows down a bit so uh, McDavid can become a comfortable leader in the Richard race, but that's mm-hmm. not happening because uh, Tage Thompson is, is sticking around. He's the real deal for now anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to go to the wild here, just the, the deeper, more complete team. Better stats, better underlying numbers. Sabres are relying too much on these uh, the, these uh, goal-scoring exploits by the likes of Tage Thompson and uh, Alex Tuck and some, uh, 
uh, goaltending that uh, exceeds the talent level, I would say, from the likes of uh, Uko Pekalukin and Eric Comrie, Craig Anderson over the course of the whole year. So, yeah, minus 125, I think that's cheap for the Wild. I got the Wild uh, as a minus 134 favorite, so a little edge there. So, yeah, give me, give me the Wild here, but I wouldn't be surprised if the fucking Sabres taking another chunk out of my ass with their swords again. <laughs> All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto at 7 p.m. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 215. Toronto on the money line hanging out at minus 255. Leafs on the puck line sitting at minus 115. Over unders at six and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going with the Leafs here, man. You kind of have to. Obviously, that's easy, but where do you find the money? Um, maybe regulation. I don't know. That's probably sitting at like maybe minus 150, so it's probably not too enticing, but I don't mind paying that. Uh, this is a bounce back game for the Leafs, man. We haven't been looking. That, I say we. Uh, the team hasn't been looking that great as of late. They've been struggling a little bit. They've been letting in goals. So that's been a bad thing. Uh, hey, Joel, hey, hey, about hey, it. hey, hey. What? Never, never apologize for saying we. I was actually thinking about doing a little rant about the the we. I thing, like, I'm so happy you thing. said that. Yeah, we'll we'll get it. Oh, we'll save it for another day because I got I got a rant coming on on that. Uh, yeah, fuck the uh, pretentious snobs who say, oh, you you think you're part of the team? That's basically the team, summation. <laughs> exactly. Like we were abs and Leafs fans way before some of these guys were even fucking born. Or we we. We we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. we'll, we'll save it for another day. But yeah, go ahead. Say we. Thank you, sir. I'm happy you said that, though. So we have been struggling a little bit lately. We have been letting in too many goals, and we need to tighten up that goddamn ship. And what better way to do it than beating the wheels off Detroit? Uh, I think Detroit's on the second night of a back-to-back. I believe they played today. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah they... they played uh, Florida, and they lost three to two. So they're going to be a little sleepy, a little tired, a little run down here. Uh, Leafs in regulation is definitely a play I love. I'm not a big puck line guy. Uh, as far as over-unders go here, I'm going to take a little gamble, man. I'm going to go against the grain. Give me the under in this game, six and a half. Uh, this has been a cause of concern in the city. Everybody's talking about what the fuck's up with our goaltending. we got to start getting back to the firm, and maybe this is the game to do it, right? So maybe we'll see like a 4-1 Leafs win or something like that. Um, something I will say, though, obviously, you know, I look for the Leaf curse. Former players on the other team, there isn't any. But there was a lot of talk in the 2018 draft when the Leafs had the 29th overall pick that they should have taken Joe Valino. They passed. They took Rasmus Sandin at 29 and Detroit picked Joe Valino at 30th. Valino's going off for a goal. It's going to be 4-1 Leafs. Valino's getting the one for Detroit. I'm fucking calling it right now. But those are the plays. Between, or yeah, Valino, anytime goal scorer. Leafs in uh, regulation. And then give me the under six and a half. I am all over the Leafs in this game. This is absolutely a get-right spot for them here. Probably Hockey Night in Canada, in Toronto, against Detroit in what is like a still a rival rivalry for them. Uh, absolutely own the wings, won the last eight meetings, uh, seven of those by two or more goals, including 4-2 in Detroit earlier this season. Back-to-back for Detroit, like you said, uh, just lost to Florida, despite outshooting them 31-20. So exerted a good bit of energy there. Not a lot of travel to Toronto, but Toronto, they look for the first win of 2023, and I think they get it rather easily. I'm on the puck line at, uh, I got even money. I, I'd still take it, minus 115. I think regulation's a good look if you're not you're not a puck line guy, because Leafs, go for Leafs, go for uh, William Nylander's been a good guy to bet on to score or his uh, shots on goal. So that's going to be my uh, few plays for this game. He is currently leading the team in goals and points. Nylander's yeah, having a hell of a year, it's man. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you, you said, who is the guy who's next, Leaf? 
Joe Valino. He wasn't an ex-Leaf, but no. we passed on him in the draft. Oh, and people okay. said that people was like, oh, we got to take him. And they took Sandine and he went uh, the next pick to Detroit. <laughs> well, you're, you're reaching with that one. That actually reminds me the, uh, the, the Canucks put out a, a thing with uh, Bedard, some other player, and then Dylan Gunther be like, congrats to Canada. And then all the Can- the, Can- the Canucks fans were, were saying, what the fuck, man? We traded that pick to the Coyotes for all of <laughs> Larson. <laughs> Dylan Gunther should be a Canuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, now we uh, now they're stuck with uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Uh, good times to be a Canucks fan. Uh, but yeah, for this game, give me the Leafs. Leafs are uh, yeah, they they took the game off. I think uh, half of them are watching the the Team Canada game uh, against the Kraken. There, uh, they weren't taking the game too serious. I don't think. Certainly not Matt Murray, who had another bad performance. Uh, maybe not another one. Uh, it's been uh, he's been linked too much with the. A terrible play by Sam Sonoff, but uh, that was definitely a bad game by Matt Murray. I know that that fourth goal was was terrible. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but they had a good start to the game, and I think they'll get another good effort here. Of course, the Leafs lost to the Blues and then played that first period against the Kraken very hard. I think we'll see the same kind of response in this one. Uh, Leafs typically are a good team off of a loss. So, yeah, give me the give me the Leafs here in regulation. I guess it's around minus 160 or so. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, the, the, the total is getting kind of high again for the Leafs games, which makes sense. I mentioned uh, earlier on with, with Morgan Rally coming back, uh, they, they do play differently. Morgan Rally takes more risks. He's more offensively oriented, which means that their chances to score go up, but their chances to be scored on also go up. So that's why we're seeing more uh, overs and, and more goal scored in these Leafs games in conjunction with the the, the bad goaltending. So uh, that said, uh, the, the total is, is a little little high now. But uh, who still played tonight, right, against the Panthers? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, let me uh, take a quick look. I got it right here. Do-do-do. Yeah, he did. Okay, so it'll be uh, that other guy. I don't remember his name, but he's not Billy Huso. Dalkovich, the, the is he still no, is he hurt? No, there's another one in there. Halberg. The yeah, Halberg. He hasn't started a game yet. No, he's played, I'm pretty sure. I, I, no? I don't think so. I remember talking about him anyway. If, if so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck these backup goalies, man. They don't matter. They're like running backs in the NFL. <laughs> Just plug them in. Frickin' town. You could probably do as good of a job as half of them. That's so, yeah, uh, yeah, give me the over here, even though the line is high at over six and a half, minus 120. Red Wings on the back to back. They still got some offensive firepower in the back goalie net we don't know anything about. And uh, the Leafs' goaltending struggles, I expect, <laughs> to continue, but they'll be good enough to win this game. It's going to be the Leafs in regulation uh, in a 4 4 3 regulation win with the Red Wings pushing right at the end. Okay, you were right. Helberg has played five games. He's actually got decent numbers, too. Awesome. He's got 2.4 goals against Joel's average. Joel's intel is back. There you go. Look out, baby. Fucking right. <laughs> we know stuff. Um, all right. We're going to move down to the 7 VF time slot again here. We got a Seattle cracking against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Seattle on the money line sitting at minus 115. Ottawa on the money line is hanging out at minus 105. The over-under set at 6. Overpaying off plus 100. The under, minus 120. Suns are currently on a two-game winning streak. Uh, pretty good at home, man. They're 11-8-1 record. It kills me to say it. But with that being said, the Kraken are even better. They're on a three-game winning streak. And they're on a, they're a road record of 11-4-2. and two. 
Uh, this team comes to play on the road, man. I know they started off hot, but they've been looking okay. They had the big road win against Edmonton the other day. Uh, that was pretty sick. Give me the Kraken. Fuck the Sens. Fuck the Sens fans. Uh, fuck Ryan Reynolds. Let's go Kraken, baby. Yeah, I, I would lean to the Kraken on this one. I don't know if there's enough there at minus 115. I, I was hoping they'd be the underdogs here on, on the road because I think these team, two teams are kind of equal with the Kraken. A little bit better. Uh, I do like the under here, though. Under six minus one twenty. If you can shop around, you can you can probably get under six and a half still. Uh, both these teams don't have too much offense here. Ottawa's gone under in three straight and seven of their past eight. Seattle's gone under in two of their past three. Both under teams on the season. Not much off offense. And Cam Talbot's a decent goalie for Ottawa, and Seattle has their goaltending is getting a bit questionable. But back to back. Uh, one goal against, two goal against, one goal against in the last three games. So maybe they're they're bouncing back there. So under six at minus 120 is my best play. And I would lean Seattle. Maybe look at a Seattle puck line for plus 200 or over. If uh, you look that way, they've won their last three games by at least three goals. So I don't have a strong feeling on the side here. My number is Sens. Minus 102, um, they're, they're, it's like a coin flip game. So you just got to maybe uh, wait a bit, maybe uh, crack and get a bit more money. Of course, the the Senators open as favorites. So maybe the crack can uh, get to minus 120 or so. You can get a little bit of dog money on the Sens. But, uh, yeah, they're pretty, pretty equal teams here with, with the Sens at home. Um, but the, I, I, I disagree, though, with Ryan. I think that there will be goals in this game. I've been betting auto overs with some success. Um, I know Talbot's been good for sure, but uh, they're, they're, they're all offense. Their best defender is more uh, offensively oriented than Thomas Shabbat. The power play is good. Kraken, meanwhile, are the best. Uh, they have the most goal scored 5-on-5, five five, which is uh, pretty crazy considering uh, – they don't have any elite goal scores unless you want to consider Matty Beneers in that level already. But, I mean, other than that, you got uh, Brandon Tanev, Jordan Eberle, Andre Burakovsky, uh, yeah, <laughs> Sprong. Really <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that there'll be goals in this game. So, over six to plus 100 is, is my favorite bet for this one. Moving down here to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 105. Edmonton on the money line hanging out at minus 115. Over-under set at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Always good to see McKinnon and McDavid going at it. That's going to be sick. Mr. Meyer, what do you got here, bud? So as a prelude to this game, I you know, I watched the ads last night. It was very disappointed in the, the result. And in the in the the style of play and in the performance, it was uh, basically uh, it was a uh, encapsulation. It was the epitome. It was the it, it was everything I thought about this team boiled down. You could really see it that this team sucks five on five, and there's no depth, and everything they do is reliant on the power play and on the first line. Like when McCarr, Ranton, and, and McKinnon aren't on the ice, this team isn't doing shit. And, uh, yeah, obviously that, that boils down to the, the, the power play, of course, uh, which, which, uh, I don't think they scored in the power play, but they look great in the power play, which is, uh, they generate most of the chances. Um, and meanwhile, the, uh, 
the yeah the rest of the team has just been garbage. Uh, we all, Makar was having to calm down Georgiev. I don't know what Georgiev was was ranting and raving about. Uh, he he was mad about something. I don't know if he was mad at himself or mad at the defense because the the defense did let him out to dry a little bit. Uh, he he was trying to fucking uh, smash his stick on the the in the post there, and Makar had to come down and calm multiple times over the second period. It was pretty funny to watch. Uh, good to see though, Makar stepped up as a leader though. Like the guy is a very uh, soft-spoken kid, uh, but uh, he, he's coming into himself. Like um, especially without the Lannis Gog around. Anyway, I'm going on about my team, <laughs> irrelevant to this game somewhat. Um, so for this one. Given the fact that the Avs have a potent power play and uh, kind of a bad defense now with without uh, Byram and Manson, of course, McCarr is doing awesome things. Taves, that, that first pairing is great, but uh, they still gave up a lot of chances. And the goaltending has been, I'd say, ab- above expectations, but still around average. So I think that there'll be goals in this game. And then it's the Oilers. Like These are both teams with elite power plays and substandard, below average penalty kills so i think that uh, special teams will dictate this game so give me the over six and a half here minus 120 my line is minus 107 for the Avs. so uh, according to that slight value in the ads at minus 105 but i'm not confident in that given the fact that mckinnon looked like shit uh, <laughs> he, he's not himself yet he's still working his way back from injury so give him some time give these guys time and they'll they'll make the playoffs and they'll Make the first seed or second seed in the West regret winning all these regular season <laughs> games because they'll get to play the Avalanche in the first round. Uh, that'll that'll be fun to see. But uh, yeah, no concern for making the playoffs. But they'll get they'll get this uh, this game to the over six and a half. Yeah, g- games with lines of like minus one fifteen, minus one one twenty or less here. It's 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 just like it's a coin flip game. You look at the teams. Who's better, the Avalanche? Or the Oilers. Avalanche are missing the Shuskin and, and Landis Gog and Evan Rodriguez is questionable and a few other guys and Oilers are mostly healthy. But you still just look at the Avs and at, at minus 105. It's a, it's a coin flip. You you would you would rather take the Avs or the Oilers. So with that, I have to go with the Avs minus 105. Maybe wait, shop around, see if you can get them even money or plus 105 would be even better. And yeah, I hope this is an over game. I mean, you got McKinnon, you got McDavid, Drysidle. All these big stars. Hopefully, it's a high-flying six-five, six-five type of game, like it was uh, in the last time they met in Game Four of the playoffs. And uh, I think they're similar teams, the playoff teams. Obviously, there were some injuries on the Avs side now, but they're, despite the record so far this season, I think the Avs ha- have lost five in a row. They have they have to get back to it, and this is a spot to do it against a uh, a team that doesn't have have great defense in the Oilers. Yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one to pick, man, for all the reasons you guys just said, too. Colorado's on a five-game losing skid. Edmonton's look sloppy a little bit, especially at home this year. They're only 10-11-1. and one. Um, I, I don't think any of us could have imagined that if we talked about this game before the year, come January, that this would be a wild-card matchup game. Like, this is insane to me. Um, with that being said, man... I'm kind of leaning towards the Oilers here in this. Uh, I know we talked about Colorado kind of missing a few bodies. Edmonton stinks. Um, 
pretty evenly matched teams, I suppose. One thing I am kind of looking that stood off the charts for me here is the Oilers' power play is currently first in the league, uh, and Colorado's penalty kill is sitting around the 20th, man. So maybe there's some significance to that. That alone is going to put me over the edge to bet the Oilers here, especially at home. Um, they'll get that barn fucking bump, and everybody will be having a good time. So hopefully Edmonton can get it done. Uh, but the more fun play on this has to be the over six and a half. Hopefully we'll see some goals. Obviously, you got McDavid and McKinnon going at it. You got... I don't know, is Ranton and healthy? If so, you got Ranton. He's been the only healthy one, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Ranton and dry settles. So you got McCarr doing his thing, matching up with, fuck, I don't know, Cody CC. So <laughs> fuck it. Give me the over here, and let's go Oilers, baby. Minus 115. One one thing, though. Uh, we said the over in the Kraken Sands game was over 6 plus 100, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we had a list of it? Yep. Was that is wrong? It, uh, it's that, wrong. Uh, it's six and a half. It, okay, that that makes more sense because like I, I bet six and a half minus one fifteen, and it was listed at minus six. So. You you like you like the under though? No, the under. Yeah, absolutely. So that's better for me. Well, that, we'll blame we'll, we'll blame the intern well, that did the show prep. So fuck it, that guy. So it's under six and a half now instead of rather than under six. Okay, for okay for your personal stake, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah for my personal stake. I I, I just got a half a goal. Yeah, but when you're arguing for under six at minus 120, uh, that doesn't look so good. So for me, that's more of a, a smaller lean on well, the over six well, and a half. I, plus I bet I bet under six and a half minus 114. Uh, I don't I don't like it as much as under six. I thought I I didn't think it was a mistake, but like I thought it was it was questionable. So I, I'm glad it is under six and a half. We're gonna have to fire that intern or give him a pee pee whack or something. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving down to 10 p.m. here. We- we got the Los Angeles Kings against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas, baby. LA Kings on the money line was sitting at plus 135. Vegas on the money line sitting at minus 160. Uh, Knights on the puck line, if you're interested, is hanging out at plus 160. The over-under is at 6. Overpaid off minus 125. The under, plus 105 here. Guys, have we been sleeping on the Kings, or have we just been sleeping on Phoenix Copley? The guy's got a 9-2-0 record, a 2.65 goals against average, and a .901 save percentage. Those numbers aren't really great, but the record's absolutely unreal. Um, And even the Kings themselves, man, they're currently sitting at second in the Pacific. You know, I thought they were going to be better than how they were playing. They're kind of tightening up a little bit here, right time of the year. But the Knights are still first in the Pacific. They're still fucking sick. Give me Vegas. I love them. And give me Vegas and regulation in this game, baby. They're they're sick at home. You know what it's like. What do they call it? The fortress or whatever inside Vegas or the castle, whatever they call it. It's sick. It's going to be bumping. Give me the fucking Knights. Uh, I absolutely love them here. They're currently on a three-game winning streak. Let's make it four, baby. Uh, me and my boy Moodif, we're going to be partying this one up. And remember what we always say. We don't hate the Knights. We don't hate the fans. We don't hate the players. We hate the organization. It's as simple as that. We hate the GM and their shitty ownership. Fuck them. But they're going to go out and they're going to be Lansing. You ever see a Knight kill a king? Let's fucking go, baby. I love it. Give me Vegas. Yeah, I do lean to the Golden Knights here, but I don't know if I can get them at, at minus 160. They, 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 they had back-to-back wins here against Pittsburgh and Colorado and uh, Nashville before that. But the Kings, they, they've been sneaky, beating some some decent teams, Dallas, but also lost 5-2 to Boston uh, last night, lost to the Flyers. So if I do bet this game, it, it will be Vegas probably in regulation or, or puck line to get some more value. Or this would be a spot where I, I look for a, uh, a live bet. I, I could see the Kings going out to an early lead and Vegas coming back as a uh, third-period team, especially at home. But for a pregame bet, yeah, I, I'd look to Vegas, even minus 160, throw something small on that, or, or do a, uh, a Gilbert gimmick same-game parlay with Vegas and like under 
seven and a half or something crazy to get just to get some value there. But yeah, Vegas and for a total, I would lean to the under. These are both teams that I've been trying to fade over the past little while with the Kings. I don't think that they're as good as the record is and the Knights with all the injuries. And the same thing kind of applies with that said. They, they kind of cancel each other out. My line is uh, the Knights minus 141. So, uh, yeah, I guess a slight lean to the Kings, but not nothing bettable there. Stronger play, though, would be the under six at plus 105 here, if we can believe these interns' uh, numbers. Um, <laughs> can't trust them now. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the Knights are actually... Uh, you know, they, they, they've been a defensive team all the season long, and uh, that's continued over the past month. They are sixth in expected goals against. Meanwhile, the Kings are third in expected goals against. So maybe they are a little bit better than I've given them credit for. They have been playing uh, better in front of Phoenix Copley, who's been awesome. So give me the under six, plus 105. I think that this will be a 3-2 slog. Uh, with, um, maybe the Knights edged out in a 2-2, 3-3 uh, shootout winner by... Mark Stone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot here. Last game on the docket. We got the unbelievable best team in the world. They never fucking lose. We got the Boston Bruins against the goddamn terrible, shitty-ass, dirty, greasy, dumb teal color. James Reimer, nerd-ass, signing fucking losers. San Jose Sharks game itself is in San Jose. Boston on the money line sitting at minus 235. San Jose Sharks on the money line sitting at plus 190. Bruins on the puck line hanging out at minus 105. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 115. The under, minus 105. Mr. Gilbert, bring us home here, buddy. What do you got? You got to go with the Bruins here. I'm on the puck line at minus 105. Uh, Sharks on a back-to-back after being in the Battle of California at the uh, Quack Palace tonight on Friday night. It's uh, 2-2. Second period just started there. I think that's going to be a lot of their focus for this one. And the Bruins uh, just beat the Kings 5-2 in L.A. So I think they can go ahead and just win another road game by two again, like they did against the Devils before as well. So, yeah, Bruins puck line, uh, minus 105 is going to be my play for this one. Yeah, I got to go uh, lean the same way, I guess. Um, the Sharks on the back-to-back and in the middle of a war against the Ducks. Kind of a rival. Um, yeah, my number is right between the two, so nothing nothing crazy there. But, uh, yeah, I like the Sharks on the back-to-back, so maybe that's inflated a little bit for the Bruins. Uh yeah, I don't have much on this game at all, but uh, I, I would bet the Bruins. If anything, it's just a bit concerning, um, <laughs> like how easy they've had it so far. Like they they show up for all these games, uh, even though they don't show up for like the first period, first half of the game, they always find a way to come back. Like in that Kings game, they went down fairly early and then then still managed to win the game. It's like they they got that they're on a mission. The Bruins are on a mission. That's why I love this team for like futures reasons. And uh, obviously, they made us a lot of money in the first half of the season here. Uh, it's just, uh, I don't think they can do it the whole season long. So I'm just a little trepidatious about it, a little apprehensive, a little hesitant, a little cautious. So, These I, I, words you've been dropping today, you've been fucking killing it, man. <laughs> you you well, got a word, I, word of the day calendar for the new year? I learned a few words before I dropped out of the my. Swords? Uh, <laughs> my my English major there, but uh, for this game, I, I would not lay the minus two thirty five. But yeah, if you are just a bit on the Boston puck line, something like that. I don't I don't know much else, but uh, maybe the under. I don't know 
what's going on with the Sharks goalie situation being on the back back and all. But uh, I would lean Boston and the under. I uh, I heard a gimmicky Gilbert. Was that it? Was it Boston and the under? Well, that was the one for, um, I think, last game with, with okay. Vegas in the under. Um, All right, now, I'm not paying attention. To I, I, was, I, was just, <laughs> I was just on the puck line for this one. I'm trying to check right now. Uh, Kakanen is in net for the Sharks. So it'll be uh, that nerd James Reimer tomorrow if that impacts anything. Yeah. Probably like Fucking the under sure a little bit better. Hopefully, yeah, as long as Omar Omar starts, because it, uh, it was Swayman on uh, what, yeah. Thursday by surprise, and, and yeah, I mean they, they still they, won five two. They came they, they came back Sunday? from nothing, right? Probably play in Anaheim Sunday. Uh, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they are. They do. <laughs> yeah. Look oh, look at that oh. intel. Look at that. <laughs> I just figured like, man, look at the schedule. <laughs> they always play these California the road trips. It's it's over in four days because they they play one back to back and then. Uh, well, the well, yeah, you, you can because the Sharks and Ducks are just both ass, so you just ride them back to back. <laughs> exactly. Might as well, play, might as well exactly. do a split squad game Wait, and play on. on the same night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What so, do you got, uh, right? You said hold on? Under, oh, under no, six never and a half. Never under six and a half would be my better play in this one, but uh, no plans to bet it just yet. All right. For myself here, I talked about it. San Jose fucking sucks. Um, But more importantly, more than San Jose sucks, Boston is a wagon, man. This team is unbelievable. They're 34 and four. That's the record so far this year. That's and through. What is that? 38 fucking games. They've gotten 64 points. Are you kidding me? That's insane. Um, Linus Olmark is literally Jesus Christ reincarnated. He's got a 21, one and one record, a 1.86 goals against average and a 0.939 save percentage, two shutouts. Holy shit, this team is absolutely unreal. Uh, they kill it, bro. They're on a two-game winning streak, and they're going to make it an easy three-game winning streak. They're going to beat the wheels off uh, off San Jose. I don't like puck lines. I got no problem betting this puck line uh, for Boston at minus 105 with San Jose on the second night of a back-to-back here. I'm going to be hammering that play. As far as over-under goes, man, you kind of want to, like, I don't know. Every time I bet Bruins unders, I get just fucked. Pasternak will get a hat trick in one period or something stupid like that. But I'm going to go on the under a little bit here, man. Like, maybe, maybe San Jose's playing for pride. You know, Eric Carlson's having a good year. Uh, Timo Meyer too. Like, they got some talent on this team. And a lot of these guys, like I said before, every time I talk about San Jose, they're showcasing for trades, right? So you don't want to just get your complete tits lit. Uh, so give me the Bruins puck line, minus 105, and give me the under, 6.5, minus 105. Boston is sick. The only teams that lose to are division teams. Uh, so don't expect to see a loss here, baby. Let's go, Bruins. Okay, boys, that wraps up the nine-game slate for Saturday here. Uh, not bad. There's a couple good games in the mix. There's a couple not-so-good games, but definitely some shit to watch, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to move down to our Lock Dogs and Total segment here. As of last show, a little bit of a change in the rankings, man. We're pretty close here. It's nice to see a bit more fun than last year. Uh, first place, we still got Joel. He is 28-22 and 22 on the season. He's absolutely killing it. Mr. Meyer is up 4.84 units. Uh, second place, myself. I am 27-22 and 22 record. I am up 3.84 units. And Rye Guy is behind, but not by much, man. If you look at his record, he's still good. And even the unit-wise, we're, we're all still neck-to-neck pretty close, which is good. He is at 2.06 units but more importantly collectively as a show we're fucking sitting at 82 and 66 for our record and boys we're up 10.74 fucking units baby boy it feels good okay we're gonna get into this here right guy you had a bit of a tough goal last week here man so why don't you get us started here kick us off i got a feeling you're having a bounce back yeah kick it off here with the game we just uh talked about i'm going with the bruins in regulation minus 145 as my lock at the san jose sharks uh 
that's a safer play than, than the uh, puck line for, for my lock here for two units. I think minus 145 is a good price there. Just a much, much better team and can hopefully get it done in regulation with the Sharks on a back-to-back. Uh, my dog, Rangers, plus 110 at the Devils. I consider making this my lock. I consider going ballsy there and making a plus 110 lock, but I, I'm going with my dog here. I think they're probably the better team right now and have more to prove because they, they've been kind of questioning a little bit in the, in the first half and they've won a few in a row and go into this rivalry game and make a statement. And my total is the Kraken Senators under six and a half at minus 120. I would have probably taken it. I took it at six two, six and a half, even better. That's what I bet. So, uh, yeah, I don't see the Kraken or Senators scoring too many goals here. See, like a 3-1, 3-2 type of game. For myself, I'm going with the uh, Canes against the Black, uh, the Blue Jackets in regulation, minus 170 for the lock. Uh, Canes should walk through that game, sleepwalk through it. In fact, uh, my dog is going to be the Montreal Canadiens, a plus 135, going back to the same fucking shit-ass oh, team. Uh, this it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> but they're going against the Blues. They're coming off two big wins against teams that are better than them. I know the Blues are on like a, um, they they really want to make the playoffs and all that. And uh, the Habs probably want to uh, get one of these these elite talents that are awaiting at the uh, at the draft. I mean, uh, really, if you think about it, the, the the top four picks this year will be better prospects than the first overall pick last year. So that just shows you how elite this draft is and how much it serves those who, who tank for it and get those uh, top four picks. And so, as well, let me jump in. Montreal also has Florida's first-round pick that's that I think right. they got mm-hmm. as well. So if Florida misses playoffs, that could be a lottery pick, man. Imagine they get two of the lottery balls. They what if they get, get one, the two? Three. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Bedard and Fantilli or Bedard and uh, Leo Carlson or the the Russian guy too. Like the Russian guy was supposed to be as good as as Bedard. Don't forget about this guy, Mishkov. You just don't hear about mm-hmm. him because exactly, we're not about to talk about any plays. Russian things because the yeah. world fucking losers. But these guys are still sick players, bro. That's that's right. It's just uh, you know maybe he doesn't want to come here. <laughs> you never know how that's going to work out. So that's the risk you take. But uh, yeah, Mishkov is going to be awesome as well wherever he plays. As long as he doesn't turn into a fucking nail Yakupov. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, yeah, my dog is the Habs plus 135. My total is the Avs Oilers over six and a half. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, got this at uh, minus 120 here. Um, yeah, like I said, these are both elite power plays and both bad penalty kills with um, kind of winning off goalies. Georgiev has been okay. Skinner was good early on. He's been falling off. Jack Campbell's never been good this season. So whoever they start isn't going to do shit for this uh, under. Uh, so, yeah, give me the over here. Just a lot of elite players, a lot of elite talent, a lot of elite firepower on the ice, and not a lot of good defense at all. So, uh, yeah, I think you'll see seven plus in this one. All right, for myself, for my lock, I'm going with the Minnesota Wild versus Buffalo, paying off minus 125 on the money line. Uh, like I said, we got an old saggy nutsack game here, and Flurry's probably got a nicer nutsack than Craig Anderson, so give me the wild, baby. Let's go. Uh, for my dog, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said on the show. For my dog, uh, give me the Vegas Golden Knights in regulation, plus 100 versus the Kings. Um, you know, I just think Vegas is the better team. LA's, LA's good. I was pretty optimistic about them this year. I thought they were going to beat Edmonton in the playoffs last year, truth be told. But still, I like the Knights in regulation plus 100. The fortress is going to be going on. We're going to see the Knights slay the king, baby. Let's fucking go. 
And then for my total, Carolina Columbus under six and a half minus one twenty. Columbus stinks. They are the sh- I don't know. They're they're literally brutal. I don't even know what to say. I was going to say they're the shittiest team in the league, but they, they just might be. They fucking suck, though. Well, the Carolina, Blackhawks won today, and they were the bottom. I know, eight, right? So I might have to uh, suppress the the Black Blue Jackets here. <laughs> I they mean, they be beat the Arizona, team. but yeah, but yeah. the Canes had sixty-seven shots in sixty <laughs> minutes. That is well over a shot per minute that's in a game. Good. That, that's it, actually incredible. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know what the record is, but that's got to be close to it. 100%. Uh, but yeah, under six and a half, minus 120 in this game. You know, they, they had 67 shots, but how many goals did they score? So right there, that speaks volumes. Uh, and Columbus is just going to be shit too. So I'm feeling good about the under. That's probably the only play I actually really feel good about this year. But uh, we'll let it ride, boys. Um, okay, consensus plays. Anything or what do we got, right, guy? We, we just got a, we just got a few big favorites we're, we're, we all agree on, either puck line or, or regulation. Uh, Carolina, the Leafs, Bruins uh of regulation there at least regulation minus 155 boston regulation minus 145 uh i've written down hurricanes puck line minus 110 or go for regulation there uh are we all in the wild or did one of you say the sabers well they're my lock so i'm definitely, on them. <laughs> yeah, definitely wild for me all right wild uh minus 125 there that, that's our uh our only not huge favorite consensus play uh tonight no totals <laughs> I like the Canes Blue Jackets under. I didn't have many totals. The only total I bet so far is the total I listed uh, Kraken centers under. Mm. Okay, that's fair. All right, well, there's a couple plays there to tail, man. You know, and you know what? Collectively, as a show, our lock dogs and totals, we're up fucking 10 units. So if we don't like our consensus, it's <laughs> just fucking tail our plays. You're gonna oh, be doing well, let's that's calm that's down, that's man. That's we're, we're begging for no. regression here. Like, we didn't mention our fucking record all the time last year. So <laughs> <laughs> That's because we were shit last year. I got one futures question. I guess this is more, more for Joel here. Uh, Connor McDavid, minus 260 to win the heart. Is there any reason to not take that? He's at, he's, uh, at, he's at 75 points in 40 games. He's on pace for over 150 points. It's 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 insane. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if you don't yeah, already I, have him, I mean, because Rob, Robertson, yeah, Robertson and, and uh, Kucherov are 14 to one. The the next two favorites. The only thing I have on McDavid is like uh, this one site let you boot. Uh, they boosted McDavid to win the heart at plus 150 for 50 bucks only. So I did that, whatever. But <laughs> I'm still cheering against them. But yeah, minus 260, no way. There's just, um, uh, I don't know, locking up that much money for that long on something that can uh, easily turn like uh, like injuries happen yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that he's probably around there. And like, if you give it like a true odds, the percentage wise, I do think that that's probably fair, maybe even like minus 300, minus 400, but it's just tough to do that for that long. That's why I like to pick the the longer shots early in the year. And if they lose, so what? If the favorite beats you, whatever. That's why I'm not going to bet Baneers. That's why I'm not betting McDavid so much. Um, just, uh, just hoping for chaos and uh, one of these long shots come through, I guess. Yeah, I mean, th- that makes sense. For your uh, McTavish call out for the Calder at 18 to 1, he's down to like 12 to 1 in some places now, though. So yeah. that was a good one there. Yeah, hopefully scores tonight against the shitty ass sharks. <laughs> yeah, that help. Okay, boys, that pretty much got an assist. Everything. Got an assist. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> he's on the score sheet. He's on the score sheet. That's okay. 
Um, all right, that wraps it up, gentlemen. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, baby. We talked about it. There's tons of good stuff going on. It's a big week in sports here. We got the NFL wrapping up their final week, uh, college football national championship games, uh, the Natties on Sunday, I believe. Uh, hockey's doing its thing. Awesome golf tournaments going on. I don't know other sports. Basketball's doing its thing. Uh, but yeah, man, so you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Definitely get in there. Listen to the other shows. Read the articles, too, man. The articles kick ass. Um, I've read a couple over my time with the network. They're pretty good. So get your ass in there and read them and listen to the other shows. Support our boys with everything else. Um, as well, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord, baby. If you're not in there, like last night's the prime example of why this Discord kicks ass. And more importantly, why the hockey channel is the best fucking channel in the goddamn Discord, okay? Everything else is quiet. All these nerds do is just at the whole channel to get their fucking loser point across and then just shut up and do nothing or whatever or post parlay wins. Fuck that. Hockey channel kicks ass. Get your ass in the hockey channel. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Shout out to all of our OGs in the Discord. Bayesian Wings was a beauty last night. Shout out to all the new guys in the Discord too. Y'all are right. You know, it's like they're aight and then they're aight, but everybody's aight. So yeah, shout out to the Discord. Get your ass in there. You're losing money if you're not in there and you're missing out on a good time baby shout out to the discord yeah, shout, shout out to go, go ahead shout out to jong too jong lee's he's a fierce warrior in there active participant he's been going through a few days of sickness a few days of hell and uh, it's been preventing him from getting in on his uh favorite degenerativities of uh watching women's tennis and uh, all the all the ass that that brings uh so yeah shout out to shout out to jong lee once more i don't think he even listens to us but uh whatever we talk every day yeah, I saw you guys shouting him out a few times, so, so uh, I, I was wondering why, why he wasn't showing up. So yeah, hopefully John uh, feels better a little bit there. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN for the giveaway there. We're literally giving away $250 in cash. All you have to do is retweet the tweet and leave us a... No, retweet the tweet, you have a chance, and then you can leave us a five-star rating and review for more entries there and uh yeah and the discord sg.pn slash discord and shout out to all the uh, ogs from the s word oh <laughs> real troll back there that's sexy uh, the s word isn't sexy but it is pretty sexy uh all right everybody my name is talent jenkins you can find me at twitter at talent underscore jenkins 94 uh you can also find me playing my new nintendo switch Lite that team canada just bought me baby because they fucking wanted i took that money and bought one this fucking hell yeah yeah I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll still find me a dog. Don't don't beat the fucking brakes off TCU. <laughs> fuck bullfrogs, baby, or horned frogs, whatever the fuck they are. Hypno toad, fuck the hypno toad, fuck that. Fuck the hypno toad, idiot. <laughs> Peace. Mm-hmm.